Love this podcast. Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. From the minds that brought you the smash hit podcast Your Life The Mixtape and Headliners comes Your Life The Mixtape magazine, a free monthly digital magazine that focuses on music, culture, and social commentary on current news and events. Visit www.yourlifethemixtape.com to subscribe today. Hello there, I I want to take a moment to talk to you about Dear Dean Magazine from Dear Dean Publishing, my favourite subscription only monthly digital magazine. It's got subscriber-generated content about politics, pop culture, travel, family, pets, and poetry and wellness articles and features, contributor articles from nationally recognised journalists, writers, and artists, and provides opportunities for novice writers and authors and other contributors to share their voice, talents, and words. Did I mention that it's completely free? Dear Dean Magazine provides free advert space for small creators, authors, and podcasters, fulfilling its vision that some art should always be free. It's owned and operated by Myron J. Clifton and is designed and distributed by Katya J. Lerner at Buzzword Consulting. Visit deardean.com slash subscribe to get signed up. You're listening to Headliners, the podcast featuring the best and brightest of entertainment from all over the world. Now here's your host, Greg Howard Jr., His debut album, When I Met Your Girlfriend, is out right at this very minute. Please welcome to the show, Tafari Anthony. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure, pleasure. So I tell us about the new album. Uh, well, it's my debut album, which is kind of wild to say. <laughs> um, it's, you know, I wrote it in the last two, three years, I guess, and it was kind of during the pandemic and I was just kind of opening up my relationship and, you know, becoming more polyamorous. And I was writing all the songs and music in real time, which is not something I was used to doing. I used to kind of just write on things from the past and reflections and things like that. So it also came like a bit of a musical diary, which is pretty cool, but also very scary because it's it's very real. So even when I listen to it now, I'm like, Oh man, like everyone's going to hear these stories now. It's, it's kind of odd, but you know, the kind of artist that I am, I think that's important for me to just kind of be real and honest to my music so that people can relate to it more, you know? I love that. So tell me, on a scale of 1 to 10, how excited about life are you right now? <laughs> if you asked me last week, we a different answer. Uh, <laughs> today, we'll go with a an 8. 
Eight's good. Eight's a good solid number. I like that. <laughs> Room for improvement, but still not the worst, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think has been your career highlight thus far? Ooh. Um, you know, it's funny, like I don't I have a hard time looking back at the things I've done and realizing like, oh yeah, I did like some really cool shit. But um I knew this question was coming, so I had to look. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I think, you know, one of the highlights for me was probably performing at Massey Hall uh, in Toronto. It's like one of the most iconic venues here. And it was to honor songwriters that were being inducted to the Hall of Fame in Canada. Uh, so that year I got to sing a David Foster song. This is last year, which again, this feels like it was five years ago, but it's just last year. Um, I guess so I got to sing a song in tribute for David Foster, which is really, really cool. So we got to meet him, sing a song on stage at Massey Hall. And it was my first time actually being there when they did the renovation of it. Um, so it was just a very cool experience. I think, you know, having something like that has been really awesome. And then obviously that same year I got the Juno nomination, which I was not expecting at all. So that's a huge career highlight considering that the album that or the EP that I was for, I was having so much trouble trying to get that thing done that I had to just really take the reins of it and like do it independently and just figure out how to make it work. And so for that to get recognized after all that, it was just kind of like a good solid i don't know pat on the back (laughs) that i did a good job like i was on the right path you know what i mean yeah like because not every one not everybody gets to sing a david foster song and and two to follow that with a juno nomination that's incredible so congratulations on both those things thank you so what sets safari anthony apart from everybody else that's making music right now this is such a big question um you know this <laughs> i feel like i i try and bring a lot of honesty to my music to the point that sometimes it's very hard for me to like sing the songs or even like write them put them out um and not to say that other artists don't do that but i feel like i do in my own way where you know sometimes you can get into sessions and they'll people try and mold you into something else or like like oh this is what you should do or like you know really try to sing like this person but ultimately as an artist like you have your style, the things that you like, the things that you know, and that's what kind of sets you apart from everybody else. So I really have to stick to my guns with that. And this album too is a good reflection of that where I don't just kind of like stick to a very specific genre. I just kind of do what feels good to me. And I don't know that I see a lot of artists that are doing that, whether it's not they don't want to or they're not able to, who knows, but I feel like that's something that I miss having in art. Like there's a lot of albums from back when I was in a teenager that, um, kind of were like this where they had a bunch of different genres and different things and to me that made someone an artist really cool because it could it could show that they could do a whole range of things and to me that was more impressive than just like sticking to one lane what would you say is the hashtag that best that best describes you best describes me um I don't know, hashtag sassy. <laughs> or, you know, I don't know. I, I I guess I try and be very unapologetic with the things that I say and do. Not that I'm trying to be, you know, extra showy or anything, but more just, you know, just make sure I'm myself and not trying to become something else that I think people want me to be. So I don't know, hashtag apologetic, hashtag apologetic or uh, hashtag sassy. what is the best career advice that you've ever been given that i've been given 
Okay, so I say this one often, and it was it's was on something I saw on Facebook, but by a friend. So I feel like it was given to me. You know, sometimes you know the universe is just like, I think this, so I'm gonna show it to you now. That's what it felt like when it when it came to me. But um, it was a songwriter friend that had written a post, and it was a very long post. But the the line that kind of hit me was, you know, a great song will find its time, no matter what. So you know, we put out music all the time, and sometimes it can be so depressing because it's like, oh, it didn't really reach where I wanted to reach, or it didn't do this and do that. But you know, great music it will eventually find its time. I think there was something so profound in that because I think as artists and being in the industry, we get so much flack or like so tied up in the numbers and like sales and, you know, what's growing as opposed to just like, this is art and I'm doing it because it heals me and it will hopefully heal somebody else. And it's here for whoever's going to need it when they need to find it. So to me, that was a great thing because it kind of keeps me going. Because if you just worry about the, you know, the money and, and getting these different deals and stuff, it's a bit, daunting it doesn't feel as good for the soul i guess who's the the dream collaboration for you okay so i'm I'm really trying to manifest this i've said it pretty much every interview now <laughs> i'm gonna keep <laughs> saying it um but kelly clarkson i think is a major one i don't know what it is about kelly but i just feel like she just seems like such a down-to-earth person that should be cool to write, work with cool to just be around and then obviously just I just really love her music. She's one of those artists who I think can do a lot of different things and is able to kind of do albums that kind of span different genres. Maybe not always in the same album, but in her like career it's time, I feel like she's done so much that's just really cool to me. And just like that voice, are you kidding me? Like I, I can't get over it. So yeah, that's that's my answer for today still. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Clarkson is one of those artists who she could sing everybody's song, but not everybody can sing her songs. Right. That is, I like that. That is a very good point. That is a very good point. What's your favorite time of day? Morning. I love, so I am a, like a naturally early riser, which can sometimes be to my detriment. Um, but like, I'm usually up by like six in the morning, six 30. No alarm, no nothing. That's just when I get up. And I just love, so I have a little dog and uh, I just love doing my morning walks like super early before anyone else out. The city is like super quiet still. Uh, I live down by the water here in Toronto. So it's just always like a nice little boardwalk walk. Um, so you get to see the water and just like hear the nothingness before life gets crazy for the day. I think that's, yeah, that would be my favorite. What are the three things that you cannot live without? The three things I cannot live without. Music, which is like probably too obvious. <laughs> uh, music, chocolate. I'm a chocolate fanatic. It's a total addiction, but I own it. Uh, and, you know, I guess my partners and my friends, but that's like a bigger three, but yeah. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so if if you could start your career over from day one, but you know everything that you know now, would you do anything differently? Ooh. Um, I want to say yes, because I feel like when I first started off, I was too shy, too timid, too like scared to just be myself. And I don't feel like it was until I just kind of said, like, you know, I kind of had to like psych myself up and be like, you know, whatever, just 
do what makes sense to you, what you love and just be yourself. And once I did that, it's like everything kind of shifted because I think people, I think people can, they can sense when someone is not being authentic. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can probably be a good actor and, and get through, but people can sense that. And I feel like when you can just be authentic, be yourself and not you know have these like walls up or this, like the skies on, you're able to just kind of be a lot freer and it just, it just translates in every single aspect. So I think, yes, if I was to start over with what I know now, that would be like my advice and my thing to do is just like, do you, what feels good to you, be yourself, the rest will come. That's brilliant. I love that. What do you think is the weirdest word in the English language? <laughs> uh, I use this one today, chintzy. It's a weird word. Oh, that is a weird word, but that's a good word. Word, but it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, to the point where, like, I was using it, I was like, is this actually a word? <laughs> <laughs> What's the thing that's at the top of your professional bucket list? Like, what is what is the one thing that you could do and then retire the next day and be good? Mm, that's a good question. I mean, I feel like a lot of what I do or what I care about, I guess, is like the respect for the art as opposed to like fame and like fortune, that kind of stuff like that obviously would come with the territory. But I think I, I crave the respect of the music and the art. So I think, you know, getting something like a Grammy award would be like, if I was to do that, I feel like I could be satisfied. That would be like, okay, I did the thing that I kind of set out to do. I would obviously still make music probably for the rest of my life, but I would probably be less focused on like reaching another kind of goal. Is there an artist whose career path inspires you? Mm. Um, I mean, Kelly's is a really cool story, but I've tried those reality shows and I just don't do well <laughs> with them. <laughs> um, but, you know, I love artists like, like Sam Smith, how their career kind of started. It's like, you know, I feel like, Seth has had a, a pretty great journey where they obviously started with, with some support from a label, but it was still a very like slow trickle. And I feel like people like Sam Smith and even like a John Legend, who I feel is probably like a big artist. I feel like these artists are able to kind of do the thing, be in that spotlight, but also still have like normal lives, if that makes sense. And I feel like that's something that I kind of strive for is like, I want to be able to make the art on the level that is, you know, going to reach a lot of people but still be like a humble person and be down to earth and have that kind of stuff too. So yeah, I feel like artists like those two are people that I kind of like look up to the trajectory of their careers. Nice. And it's what's, what's interesting about uh, Sam Smith's career is that they, they took like the Bobby Caldwell route where they put out all this music and nobody. And then like the first music video comes out and you go, that's a white guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now you need money to be able to do that. That's the thing. Right. <laughs> you gotta have the support because <laughs> I can't see it. They'd be like, who is this person not listening to this? But yeah, I mean that's that would be the way to do it, right? Like even for someone like me, where what happens to me a lot is I get, you know, people see my face, they see the name, and I just get pigeonholed into like making RB music right away without hearing anything. So for me, I feel like a strategy like that would be amazing because they wouldn't see me, they would just hear the voice in the music style that it is and it would just be what it's supposed to be or what I tell tell people that it is, you know? So it's a very interesting approach 
if I had those funds, I probably would have done it too. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, here we are. We're doing what we got to do. <laughs> so, other than your own music, uh, what are you listening to right now? Oh boy. Okay. So I've had the Charlotte Cardin album, the new one, on like repeat. Uh, it's just I've she's an artist that has just grown so much since like the her first like little projects. And I just feel like the growth has been so cool to watch. And like this album feels like a really great uh, mixture of like what she started off with and like developing it, but still kind of rooting in what she does. Uh, so that's one I've been listening to a lot. SZA has been one I've been listening to a lot. Uh, that one, I mean, it's just, I when I first heard it, I was like, oh boy, there's just so many like quick quips of lyrics and things like that you have to look, look out for. And so every time I hear it, I just feel like I catch something else, which is an amazing kind of feeling. And then, you know, my album has been on repeat, of course, <laughs> probably <for laughs> the whole year. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like those two are kind of the ones. There's probably one more that I'm forgetting, but, you know, we'll we'll go with those two for now. Well, and to be completely fair, your album has been on repeat in my house. So, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I approve of this message. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I have, I'm giving it my official stamp as a no skip album for me. Ooh, that means a lot because I spent so much time trying to like do the uh, the track listing of it and just making sure that it flowed really nicely because I just like I don't know about you. I'm guessing you're kind of like this too, but I just love like listening to a full body work in the way that the artist intended it to be from top to bottom. So yeah, this means a lot to me. So thank you. I love a no skip album and I'm happy to be one of those. Yes, it um the the way that you did the the track list it was very reminiscent for me of the way that Janet Jackson lays out her albums. Okay. That you know from start to finish like when it goes to the next song you go, "Oh, that makes sense. Okay, yes, I see that." Yeah. It's like just the whole vibe. So, congratulations on that. Thank you so much. I'm like totally blushing you can't see but I'm totally <laughs> 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 what's a book that you feel like everybody should read mm, okay i just <laughs> i just read the power of no like a couple weeks ago Ooh. um i don't know if you know this book but it is basically it's about trying to take control of yourself and your life and not allowing you know bad energy to come in and not doing things that don't service you so i feel like in life a lot of times and especially in this industry for me I've gotten into positions where I've just said yes to everything because I was like, oh, I need the money or, you know, I don't want to let this person down, whatever, whatever. But it's usually at the sacrifice of something for yourself. And for me, a lot of that was sacrificing working on my own original music and projects because the more bands that I'm in, the more other projects I'm doing outside of that, it means less time that I have for that, right? So I was just always saying yes. And, you know, reading a book like this, just it kind of just allows you to understand that it is okay to say no sometimes it may be very hard to say no because it's like oh that's money but you know by saying that no excuse me it means that you're going to be able to do the thing that you need to do for yourself or that you actually want to do as opposed to just doing this thing because it's what you're supposed to do or what someone else wants you to do so i think it's a great read for anybody there's a lot of lessons in there that you can really pick up and apply to your life coffee or tea tea i don't do coffee at all which people think is crazy because i'm up at six in the morning but, uh, yeah i'm just a tea guy i don't know the coffee i've I've tried it like maybe once or twice and i just can't get into the taste of it and i feel like adding all the stuff to it like sugar and milk and stuff kind of defeats the purpose so i just do it out 
window or aisle seat? Window, because I fall asleep in every transportation within five minutes. So wow. <laughs> I see at the window. <laughs> and also, like, people getting up to pee is, like, the most annoying way to try to sleep. So I feel like if I'm at the window, I have the most control. Because if I don't need to pee, I won't be disturbed. But if I do need to pee, I can still get up. So if you could pick a theme song to describe where your career is right now, what song would you choose? A theme song to describe my career right now. Oh boy. <laughs> um, this is a very good question that I missed. I missed this one. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know. You still through this one. I'm in two seconds for that one. Actually, okay. I'll I'll give you I'll give you a question. Um, that's from a a previous set of the questions. Uh, that that'll probably be a little bit easier. If you could have a song play every time you entered a room, what would that <laughs> song be? <laughs> I mean, the first thing that came out of my mind was "Bitch, but I have my money." <laughs> I love that. I wouldn't be mad at that, you know, because sometimes people get a little bit, you know, brave with those checks, and I'm just like, oh, well, yeah, maybe we'll send it to you. Like, no, no, no just have it now. I did the work, <laughs> right? <laughs> Alternatively, you could just put the check in my hand. You know, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> If you were stuck on a desert island, uh, who are the five people that you would like with you? Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I have three partners, so that, that's three spaces. <laughs> <laughs> so I have two spaces left, and I have, like, a family of four, so that's hard to, to choose, and I can't say those names without someone getting hurt. Um, so, yeah, I got my three partners. My dog, does that count? I'll let you have it. Let me have it. My dog. And if my sister would let me, I would kidnap my niece because she's quite fun. Excellent. <laughs> so let's say in 10 years time, I, I invited you back on the show. Uh, where do you see yourself then? Ooh. Um, well, I mean, my hope is that in 10 years time, you know, the music will have reached a lot more. So I'll be at a different stage. Uh, I'll be touring. I was still making music for myself, but I think at that point too, I'll also be working with a lot of other artists as far as like writing. And I love vocal production. So that's something that I would love to get more into. So I can see myself doing that more in 10 years. Um, yeah, I've probably had at least three other albums by then, maybe even four, because I can work fast. Uh, I've got my Grammy award. So, you know, I'm no longer stressed about these goals and I'm just living a very good life. Fantastic. So tell the folks listening at home and all over the world where they can get their hands on your music. So you can find me on all the social platforms at Tafari, which is T-A-F as in Frank, A-R-I, Anthony, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, X slash Twitter, whatever it's called now, and threads and whatever else. I just grabbed the name quickly. Well, thank you for uh, taking a little bit of time out of your day to talk to me about you and talk to me about your music. I've enjoyed this so much. It's been so fun. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Headliners. We'll be back next week with an all new episode.
Headliners is a Your Life the Mixtape Media LLC production in association with Rod Wharton Productions. All rights and trademarks reserved.